I respectfully disagree podcast. Back with another episode. Flying solo this week, man. Fresh off work. Friday morning. Got my skip Bayless, uh, Coach Prime. Just chilling, man. It's my favorite time of the year, man. Fall is here. Football. Basketball is around the corner. Can't wait. And we got some. I don't know how I feel about uh, this news, but that's what I'm here to talk about. I was not going to let the Damian Lillard trade go under the radar without me talking about it, considering that I am a basketball junkie. Got my uh, Cochrane Cats hoodie on. We've been having tryouts. This was our first full week of practice. So we back to the grind. Got a brand new team. I ain't going to say brand new, but we lost a lot of our star power last year. So right now it's this is one of them seasons where it's like you you really don't know what you have yet. So we're trying to tap into all of these kids and pull out the best of their abilities. So y'all wish us luck. Um but like I said, with that, Damian Lillard, ah, I know how I truly feel deep down, but I'm going to sit on that just for a moment. Um, for those that are new to the channel, this is the I Respectfully Disagree podcast, mainly built for sports talk, sports debate, things like that. Um, here recently, I just been dipping into current events or anytime somebody wants, you know, to discuss things that are personal to them, I open up the mic, we chop it up. Uh, the last episode was, uh, reactions to becoming a father. Um, I've done that one with my big brother, Kevin, uh, my nephew, uh, joined the air force. So we was just talking about different things like that. Um, don't forget about the uh, My Therapist Made Me Do This podcast. Shout out to my guy, Mario. And then um, Clyde. I met Clyde through Mario, so I've never officially met. I don't know him on a personal level other than, you know, social media chats. Uh, we're in sports groups, Michael Jordan, LeBron debate, things like that. But um, this guy's a jack. <laughs> many trades man he's got uh the I always mess it up so miss complicated hold on i don't even i ain't even gonna attempt to mess it up. i'm just gonna pull it up here on my spotify um while i'm pulling up the official name the other podcast that he has is the sick podcast anvil show with him and a couple of his buddies uh they're uh indianapolis Colts fans so they got a podcast. They most recently got a sponsorship through DraftKings. So salute to them, man. That's super dope. Even though I'm mad at you, bro, because I had already created an uh, account. They have a um, a promo code. Uh, bet five dollars, get two hundred in bonus bets. Uh, that's super dope. Considering that uh, this week. Uh, Sports betting went live here in Kentucky with the apps. They had already voted, so sports betting was already live. If you go to uh, Churchill Downs, 
uh, Derby City Gaming. But I'm not for that. I'm not going to stand in no line just so I can go to the kiosk and donate my money to the state of Kentucky or Vegas or wherever it goes. So I was just patiently waiting for the app. So, of course, got like four or five apps and taking L's hard, hard. Um, But, Clyde, complicatedly misunderstood podcast. Okay, so he does that. He's got the sick podcast, Anvil Show, Indianapolis Colts. And then uh, I come across books. He has two books that's currently available on Amazon. So I've been looking into uh, checking out those. I started on the first one, but uh, I'll get the titles for that on the on the next episode. Like I said, I have them in my uh, office over there. But uh, support the homies, man. So y'all make sure y'all go check them out. Uh, can't forget about Cuz with the We Outside for Real for Real podcast. My cousin Grip, he's doing great things over there. So, like I said, man, it's just one of them things where uh, support the homies is real. <sighs> NBA. I still don't. Like, of course, we all know Damian Lillard requested a trade. Okay? He wanted out of Portland. He has every right to do so. Not necessarily upset about him wanting out, like, you're almost loyal to a fault in a sense, especially in today's times where it's like, you know, so much player movement. And it's like, if the front office is not doing what they need to bring people in, you're obviously not able to uh, recruit and attract people to Portland. Then you do what you got to do. Uh, hold on. Trying to get the live going on my Instagram. Normally, I'm always going live on Facebook. I said it's the middle of the day, so I don't even know. I don't even know if anybody's going to be up or people are at work. Not exactly sure, but uh, see if we can get some engagement or whatever. But like I was saying, uh, Damien necessarily you know what i'm saying he's been in the league for a minute now so i feel like he he deserves the the right to go somewhere to compete for a championship um he had originally told them he wanted to go to miami so based off of you know the playoff run that they had you felt like that would have been a perfect fit you know, Jimmy Butler needed one more person. And it's like, don't get me wrong, uh, Bam is is solid in terms of, you know, playing today's game as a big. Got to be able to get up and down the court, turn, face up, and ain't a lot of back to the basket. So, Bam, he's solid. But he's not a a game-changer. From that aspect of it, in my opinion, Jimmy Butler <laughs> had a lot of dialogue during the playoffs about Jimmy Butler's performance. And to me, it's just, he's nice, but I ain't, I'm not sold on, on that. Like, I know a lot of people 
you know, drunk that Kool-Aid and Jimmy Butler's cold. He's, he's this, he's that. And it's like, it's too up and down for me. And it's like when the, when the game mattered the most, it's like, he was just kind of chilling. Like I'm not cool with that. So Damian Lillard going to Miami, in my opinion, would have been perfect because that's another 25 to 30 point score. Why not? Well, you know, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting. And I guess because Dame is not a superstar in the same light of a Kevin Durant or Kawhi Leonard or somebody of that magnitude or LeBron, you know, if LeBron would have demanded a trade out of L.A., like that would have been the headlines every single day until he got traded. Where is LeBron going to go? But it's like you almost forgot about <laughs> Dame requesting a trade till you start seeing him pop up on, you know, different podcasts and things like that. Well, the news broke that he went to the Milwaukee Bucks and automatically Vegas is going to do what Vegas does. Now Milwaukee is the favorites to win the NBA championship. And I apologize ahead of time, Milwaukee fans, but I disagree. there's no way. There's no way the Milwaukee Bucks just automatically become the favorites overnight. And in my opinion, I'm not sure if that is a good trait. Like, first of all, Drew Holiday had just expressed how he wanted to be in Milwaukee and finish his career. And, you know what I'm saying, he loves it there. And that shows you how the NBA is just a business, man. It's like you you have to treat it like a job. You have to view it as a job. It's like you walk in every day and you you never know if that's your last day. You know what I'm saying? You come in, do what you got to do. Make it happen so you can be able to provide for your family or whatever. But overall, it's a job. So I really hate that for Holiday that it's like you express publicly that like you have the desire to finish your career here. You're happy here. And then boom, now you're, you're traded. So from that aspect alone, I feel like that was not a good trade. Shout out to Clyde. He's on the Instagram live. I was just talking about you, bro. Uh, the sick podcast Anvil talking about the miscomplicatedly uh, misunderstood podcast. Talked about your book, bro. So uh, appreciate you joining the live, man. Like I said, I, you uh, check out the podcast on the regular. So you're, you're here to play back. But um, in my opinion, Holiday was one of their best defenders. And you give up Grayson Allen. I know he has a a bad reputation in terms of all the things that's carried him from, you know, when he was in college or whatever. But at the end of the day, he was dependable on the defensive end. And every now and then he'll knock down some key shots or whatever. But Dame has never been known for his defense. So I don't understand how – that catapults them all the way to the top in terms of being the best team in the NBA. It's like, 
you gave up a lot of uh, of that toughness because when the games mattered the most, Holiday was basically your your best defender. Like I've seen him try, you know. Unfortunately, there wasn't nothing he could do with Jimmy Butler. But it's like y'all asked him to take on that assignment. So it's like, what do you do now? It's like, are we really looking at Dame to to lock people up? And everybody's like, oh, it don't matter. They got the best offense, the best offense. And I'm like, okay, cool. Nobody's disputing that. But it's like at some point in time, you you have to be prepared to to defend and and stop someone. So it's like I hadn't even started thinking about the West yet. It's like, okay, Boston. Boston is still Boston. I don't like them. You know what I'm saying? That's my wife's favorite team. I don't like them, but it's like at the end of the day, you still have to respect them. You still have to respect the moves that they made. So it's like Tatum, Brown, Porzingis. <laughs> like, they still got Brogdon. Like, yes, they got rid of Smart, which I don't necessarily agree with either. I feel like he was the heart and soul defensively. He was the voice of that team from my perspective. You got rid of him, but it's like still, I can't see. Who is Dame going to defend on Boston, bro? I can't, like, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to see it. Like, of course, you can't really speak on it until they start playing games. I'm just going off of my initial reaction and the reaction of the sports world. And that's why I hate this era of the NBA. It's just like, I feel like at this point, it's all just for entertainment value. Because just a few months ago, everybody had put the Phoenix Suns as the best team. And all the odds were in their favor to win the championship when they did the whole Bradley Beal thing. And it's like, okay, Phoenix was a part of this deal too. So they finally get off of Aiden. You bring in uh, what's old boy, uh, Nurkic or whatever his name is, and it's like he's a body. I mean, if if you're gonna ask him to just protect the rim, rebound, or whatever, but in terms of defense, it's like I can't see him stopping Joker or. Or putting something in there. Shout out to my guy, P. What must be nice? I put in my work today, though. I only got work half a day on Fridays. I'm off. I'm off. Cheers to the weekend. It's too early to pour me a drink. It ain't number 11 o'clock in the morning, so I can't pour me a drink. But cheers to the weekend, man. Got my Skip Bayless on in the background. So uh, I wanted to get my get my thoughts off about this Damian Lillard trade, man. Let me know how you feel in the comment section, man. Is that a good trade? Should they be uh, considered the favorites to win it all or not? But um, it's like the NBA just keeps ping-ponging back and forth. Oh, this team is the favorite now. So then a month or two later, somebody else gets traded. Oh, now this team is the favorite. But it's like <laughs> we ain't even going to talk about the defending champs no more. Like it's almost as if – Denver ain't even in the picture. And that's the part 
that I disagree with in terms of the NBA. Not necessarily just the NBA, just basketball in general, man. Like, I disagree. I'm sorry, bro. Like, where is the how it used to be in terms of like you win a championship, bro, we bringing it back. Like we trying to go win again. And it's like, okay, you get rid of, uh, what's up buddy named Brown. He's gone. Like you win a championship and you just start losing parts. Milwaukee was the same way. It's like you win a championship and it's like, you don't even have that core intact for real. Yeah. Middleton is, is there. Giannis is there. It's like, how much stock do you really put in in Lopez? Like, you know, he fits for what it is that they're trying to do, but it's like, what happened to the days of like, let's build on this? Where it's like now the NBA is just, man, pull and plug. Like, pull this person away, plug somebody else in. And it's like, I don't, I don't get that, bro. Like, even the Lakers, bro. Like, LeBron is my guy, but it's like every single year, bro, it's a new team. You ain't got nothing to build on. Like, I don't like that. I don't like that. So that's why I'm saying it's like one move. The Suns went from being a favorite to now it's the Bucks, And it's like everybody's penciling Phoenix and Milwaukee in the finals. And it's like they ain't even played a game yet. Like, you don't even know if them parts are going to fit. So, like I said, originally I'm looking at it from a defensive standpoint. Now let's look at it from an offensive standpoint. I saw where Giannis was uh, working out with the dream. As dope. I hope it helps. But it's like Giannis ain't been known for no having no offensive bag. Like, he's not a play with his back to the basket player. He's got to have a ball out in the open court, which at times handicapped Middleton and Drew's game. So now you add Dame to that mix. We all know Dame has to have the ball. He's not a a big off-the-ball catch-and-shoot guy. I mean, he can, but that ain't really his game. Like, he's a lot of, you know, one-on-one, pull-up, deep three, try to get to the cup, step-back threes, and things like that. So it's like, are you going to take turns giving each other the ball? Like, that's that's the part that I'm looking at next. It's like, I, I don't see it. I don't see it yet. Like, it makes them better offensively, yes. But automatic favorites to win the championship? Nah. So you talking about... Middleton, Giannis, Dame, Lopez, Portis. Shout out to my guy Isaiah. Look like he on the live. Uh, like I don't even know who's on the team after that, bro. And it's like I don't know. No, I get it, man. At this point now, with sports betting and things like that. You got to have all these different moves because people are going to start pouring their money in, betting on the Bucks to win the championship. So I, I feel like maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that's why all of this is, is happening the way that it's happening is so that people can go throw their money away 
and bet on the Bucks to win it all. Cause it's like, nah. I feel like Miami's no longer in that picture though. Uh, Miami always had Milwaukee's number when it comes to playoffs because of Giannis, you know, and his limited offensive bag. That's what the young people say. You don't really have a bag. So hopefully him playing with a king or working out with a king, you may see that difference. But Miami was always his kryptonite. They knew how to, to uh, defend him. But now you add another 25, 30-point score. That's tough. Vincent is in L.A. now. So Miami lost some 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 key pieces. You really don't know how Hero's going to be impacted by this. You know, his name was floating in those trade rumors trying to get Dane. So he might be, you know, one foot in, one foot out. You don't know. So until Miami shows me something, Miami's out the door. Philly's out the door. You don't know what's going to happen with James Harden. Like, James Harden, one foot in, one foot out type thing. Um, So I'm not sold on Philly. So it's like Boston. Like, how does Milwaukee surpass Boston? Like, they just catapult over them. And then it's like even in the West, like I said, I like, cool, Bradley Beal. Devin Booker, Kevin Durant. You got three 30-point scorers. Bradley Beal can play off the ball, catch-and-shoot type player. Uh, His demeanor ain't one to complain about not getting touches, so I feel like he'll be okay. Um, Devin Booker turned that corner, in my opinion, in the playoffs. Like, you started seeing him develop some of that at mindset. I know he's a, a big Kobe guy, so I always like to use that Mamba mentality thing when you start talking about, you know, him or maybe DeRozan. Not comparing them. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying DeRozan is in the category with Kobe. I'm not saying that, but it's like, you know, they kind of have that that demeanor in a sense. So, it was good to see Booker kind of like, hey, I understand you, Kevin Durant, but this is my team. So I'm curious to see how he's going to build on that. And as long as Kevin Durant stays healthy and they get a full, you know what I'm saying, I ain't going to say it's 82. They can get a full 65 games with them playing together. I can I can see how they'll be a legit threat, but it's like, you still got to figure out how all those parts fit together. Like everybody can't shoot the ball. Kevin Durant, he was cool with, you know what I'm saying? Playing that, at second string, second fiddle role in the playoffs. But it's like, all right, if he's fully healthy, I'm pretty sure Kevin Durant's going to have something that, that he wants to prove. So, I don't know. Then Chris Paul went to Golden State. Not sure how that's going to work yet either. I thought if they would have picked up Dwight Howard, that would have been crucial for them. I saw where he was working out with uh, Draymond Green, Chris Paul. He did a a workout for the team. 
And um, I was kind of worried about that. I was like, oh, man. Like, I don't care what the internet says, dog. Dwight Howard is still athletic. And he's not considered a true big in a sense. You know, he still has that slender finesse game. Uh, he's agile enough to where he can roam and, and contest shots and things like that. He can hurt you in the pick and roll, dive into the basket. And he's quick enough to stay with uh, Embiid or Joker. Not saying he can lock them down, but it's like, he brings enough presence to disrupt what it is that they like to do. And I feel like that's what was missing with the Lakers in the playoffs. Anthony Davis ain't that kind of guy, in my opinion. Like, first of all, we all know he's fragile. So he's not going to take on that defensive challenge of trying to slow Joker down. Because at the end of the day, all Joker going to do is get into his body and, hell, he's – one misstep from stepping on somebody's foot and turn his whole damn leg off. But it's like Anthony Davis never accepted the challenge of saying, you know what, I'm not letting Joker do this tonight. First game, cool. AD in the gym. Now, I've been seeing that, man. <laughs> I've been seeing it, dog. Like, I, it looks good on Instagram. How does that going and you know how is that going to translate over into the games? Cuz you know for yourself, man, you 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 lift, you're a bodybuilder. It's like lifting all in weights, bro, it changes your shot, man. And we know Anthony Davis don't want to play in the post. So you putting on all this muscle to stand out on the perimeter and shoot like I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully, you know, he's doing whatever he got to do to strengthen his lower limbs because it's always foot and ankle injuries, bro. So all this in the lab, uh, squats and all that, all right, I want to see. Media day is next week, so I want to see what he look like in the photos, man. See how much muscle he done put on. But it's like Golden State. You know, they, they have a winning culture, so you can't count them out. Like, you know, you got to respect them. Uh, the Lakers, hopefully, if they stay healthy, they got, a you know, a full season under their belt. I like the moves that they made. So <laughs> how do we automatically just put Phoenix and Milwaukee into that category? Like, I don't even think Phoenix got the best roster in the West. Like, what are we basing it on? That's why I feel like at this point, it's, it's all for entertainment value. It's all to trick people into going and putting their money on who they think is going to win it and this and that. And it's like, man, just let them play, dog. Just let them play. I keep hearing rumors where uh, the Blazers might buy Holiday out, which would make him a free agent. Saw where the Lakers got him on the radar already. I'm like, bro, just stick with what you got, man. Build on what y'all done. Like, y'all made a hell of a run in the playoffs, bro. You fell short, but everybody's back. So, build off that. Ooh, you right, man. Shout out Isaiah again. Don't forget about the Kings. Ooh, yeah. Definitely. Young and coming. 
That's why I'm like, dog, like, miss me with that Phoenix stuff, man. Like, nah, Aiden's out of there. So you got uh, Nurkic or whatever his name is, KD, Bradley Bill, Booker, and ain't none of them been known for their defense. Like, who you going to lock up? It's like, bro, like, I honestly feel like if the Clippers had Kawhi or, hell, maybe even Paul George, it's like that series might have been a little bit different, man. Westbrook held it down as much as he could. So you can't sleep on them either. That's why I'm just like, nah, man. Like, at this point, it's all for clicks. Oh, Everybody up in Colorado, I'm looking at Skip Bayless still. Man, they they pimping the hell out of them. It's like, don't get me wrong. It's it's, it's good publicity for Dion in terms of recruiting. Hold on, hold on. OKC, one vet away. OKC ain't bad. Plus, they get your boy back this year, uh, Chet. He's coming back. So that's what I'm saying, man. NBA, NBA is up for grabs, bro. I don't care what none of these trades or nothing. Like, don't none of that mean nothing, man. Like, Dame is cold. But nah. Not the favorites that come out the East Cold. It ain't enough ball to go around. Cause now you're gonna have Middleton just standing around doing what? Middleton is a uh give me the ball off the dribble player, too. Coming off screens and things like that. So I don't know. But uh, real quick before I get off here, man, this this Colorado thing, bro, it's like I love the shine that they're giving them. He's bringing a lot of resources to the school, to the community, and things like that. But it's like I really hate seeing first take there. Now Undisputed is there. And it's like they're using Dion and his early success to bring them clicks and views and and millions of dollars, and it's just like, nah, bro. <laughs> Hit the button again. I disagree. I respectfully disagree with that because it's like, if they get drugged tomorrow, it ain't going to be no more camera crews pulling up to Colorado. It's like, oh, this little Cinderella story is over, and now it's on to the next one. Like, I really don't like that. And it's like, you... You want him to be successful. I'm rooting for him. I said that before they even played their first game. I've done two episodes talking about Deion Sanders already, and I've expressed that I'm in full support of him simply based off the fact that a lot of people was mad that he left a HBCU to go to a PWI. So simply based off that alone, it's like I'm rooting for him to succeed. But it's like, okay, boom. They start out 3-0. and Now here comes all the cameras. Here comes all the lights. Here comes all the attention, which is great. But now it's like, are y'all still going to be there if they get blown out? You know, they got a tough schedule this year. They play a lot of top 25 opponents. Hopefully he can win one or two of them. But it's like, if he goes up and loses – then it's like, see there, we told y'all he's not a good coach. We told y'all he's not this and that, da, 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 da. It's like, man, just let him do it his way without all the cameras being stuck in his face because now it ain't even about football no more. To me, it's all about star power. We all know Dion 
superstar. He's never had an issue with, you know what I'm saying, promoting himself, promoting his brand. He just has that personality. Like, that's just who he is. So you bring him into a locker room, his personality hasn't changed. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that in its own self, yes, is a, a recipe for success, but it's like, I don't know, man. People quick to turn on you. Once they can't use you no more, they they gone. They out the door. And I hope that this is not a case, which I know it ain't going to be because at the end of the day, he's going to finally get the kids that he needs to put it all together. And then before you know it, <laughs> they're going to be trying to push him out the door next. They're going to come up with some kind of scandal or something to try to get him out of there once he turns that program around. But anyways, man, I just wanted to vent for a minute. Y'all let me know y'all thoughts on the uh, Damian Lillard uh, to Milwaukee trade. NBA is right around the corner. Got about, what, three weeks? Three good weeks, maybe four. Um, Y'all let me know in the comments section. Y'all know the routine. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, We finally passed 450 subscribers this morning when I checked. It was at 451. So we're 49 away from 500 subscribers, um, almost at the requirements. Like I said, it's 500 subscribers, uh, 3,000 hours of watch time. And the last I checked, it was at 2,986 hours. So we right there at the cusp of meeting all the requirements to start trying to monetize off of the podcast. And that's all I'm asking for, man. It's a lot of uh, investment, time, energy, and effort that's going into this. So I'm just trying to create a product that people enjoy listening to, make it fun, me share my thoughts. Sometimes I hate how it comes off that I'm preaching. I hate that. But it's just, like I said, it's just me sharing my thoughts. And that's why I titled it, I Respectfully Disagree. People are more than welcome to comment. And if you agree, cool. Disagree, cool. Let us know. The mic is always open. We'll chop it up, and we'll go from there. So 49 subscribers, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Appreciate y'all that jumped in on the live. Isaiah in the comment section. Uh, P jumped on here for a minute or two. Shout out to Clyde. Sick podcast, Anvil uh, show, Indianapolis Colts. That's what I need to do, man. I ain't had a football podcast yet, man. This is week four. Uh I might sit down and do one and talk about my surprises of the year so far. Uh, Disappointments of the year. Minnesota Vikings. Shout out to my pops. He can't stand Kirk Cousins, man. But honestly, I think Kirk Cousins is solid for what it is that they're trying to do. Like, you got Justin Jefferson, bro. Kirk Cousins, he's leading the league in passing yards. Uh, Jefferson's leading the league in in receptions, uh, yards. And it's like, I think they messed up when they got rid of Dalvin Cook. It's like, don't get me wrong, he may not be your household running back. But at the end of the day, he's good enough to where he can take some of that pressure off of Cousins every now and then where he can turn around and hand the ball off. Like, he's still a threat in, in, in that sense. Or even little dump down screens. I done seen him turn a six-yard pass into a 70-yard touchdown run. Now they don't have that aspect. So now Cousins got to air the ball out every single week. And to me, 
at that point, you're asking him to do too much. Because as you saw last week, you did all the work and then get to the end zone and throw an interception and you lose the game. Whereas if you got cooked, you're not afraid to turn around and hand the ball off. But anyways, like I said, I'll see if E and them will pull up. We'll chop it up, talk about some football. The Isaiah, if you still on here, pull on up, man. We talk about some football. Talk about these bets, man. I need to do an episode about that, too, because I ain't doing nothing but losing. That man Aaron Jones come back last night and had five carries, bro, because I definitely put him on the ticket to score a touchdown last night. They got inside the five twice, two separate drives, and they had Dylan in the game, bro. I'm like, what is going on? I was like, it ain't like dude towards ACL and he coming back from a major injury. It's like, bro, he had a hamstring. Like, why is he not on the field? Put his ass in the game. I'm trying to get this ticket off, man. It's the first of the month, man. I got to pay these bills. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Gonna have to get a secret checking account. Man, what you said? I'm tired of it. All she do now is just go to bed. How'd you do? As soon as I make that face, she already know I ain't hit shit. Lost everything. All these apps done gave me all these free bonus bets and bonus money, and all I'm doing is washing it down the drain. I'm so damn pissed off after this, I'm gone. I'm gone. I've been on here for 30 minutes. Dog. And that's what I get for not checking the promotions. I had no idea that they was doing the uh, all you got to do is score one point last night with the Lions and the Packers. I saw everybody put that $50 bet down and everybody won 50 in return because all they had to do was score one point. I was pissed. So, look, my dumb ass, they did one for the Kentucky versus Florida game tomorrow. So I done threw $50 on it on one app. It says one point between either team. All they got to do is score one point, and you win. Well, another app, Kentucky has to score one point. So I don't put $50 on that one thinking that it was either team. And I'm like, dog, if Kentucky gets shut out tomorrow, that's how I'm going to know. I'm going to delete every app. Kentucky better score at least, dog, get a safety, something. I need two points. I need two points, man. I'm sitting there like, man, how everybody winning all these things? And I'm looking at it, it's like one one point for either team, and you get to double your money. So everybody on Facebook, like, yeah, man, I hit this. That's easy. That's easy. I think Isaiah, I think you posted it too. That's easy. I'm like, where the fuck did y'all see that at? I'm sitting there betting on all these prop bets when I could have took my little 50 and went to bed last night. I'm mad, dude. I'm mad already. So, yeah, you're right. Definitely going to have to create a whole nother checking account. Do something to get some extra money, dog, because this is crazy. But anyways, man, y'all, like I said, y'all know the routine, man. Y'all hit the like, share, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend. We out. Ass toasted. No competition. I'm Nisha Toasted.